Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ. Across from me, Mr. Oatman. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can, right? What's that from? <laughs> I can't pick up the jingle. What is that? It's, it rings a bell. <laughs> like a pine saw commercial? Uh, sort of. Uh, so all... all so fair disclosure, that has always been my favorite superhero of all time. Has always been Spider-Man. Always been Spider-Man. Even before I got into the Avengers, even before Wolverine, it's always been Spider-Man. What was your first exposure? Oh, man, I, I probably, I mean, I literally was probably like a little bitty child watching that really crappy cartoon they used to use. From to, like the 60s or 50s or whatever? Uh, it was 60s, I think 70s? it was 70s maybe, maybe but it was just a, a few different ones. But it was a bad, like when you go back and look, it's a badly drawn kind of not good cartoon, but I used to love it. I used to love it. I watched the Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s. That is was also bad. <laughs> I mean, it had its moments, but you know, it's it, the animation was certainly spotty, better than the standards of the seventies or whatever. But. Yeah, it was awful. The only good one that I know of is, and people argue with me about this, but there was one where they had him, Iceman, and it was Firestorm. Or That's whatever. a terrible show. Oh, that was I love that show. Spider-Man and oh, his Super Friends. That was mine. Or something like that. I love that show. The Power Friends or yes, something. Yes, I love that with Iceman. I watched that, yeah. That was my that was my favorite, but it was, it was kind of my favorite in the same way. It was a Hanna-Barbera joint. Yes. It, it's my favorite in the same way that Roger Moore is my favorite Bond. <laughs> you <laughs> you know? just have questionable taste. Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think that's where I really came into into that world. Like, even though I'd seen it earlier when I wasn't really in the comic book world, but Roger Moore was where I entered the world of Bond. So I'm kind of stuck there developmentally yeah. in a certain way. Same thing with that cartoon. That's where I really got into it when that cartoon uh, was was existing. There's actually a cartoon um, in the I want to say the late aughts, maybe early teens, called. Um, Spectacular Spider-Man. That yeah. was for kids, but it was actually really well done. It was um, mm. after the Avatar, the Last Airbender show had begun uh. and it started showing people you can make like kick-ass kid shows that are just good. Like all, it's a, like the best of Pixar kind of things where it's yeah, just absolutely. anybody of any age can enjoy this. Uh, and Spectacular Spider-Man was good, and uh, and then there was a changeover where the rights uh, there was a rights thing. With Spider-Man, as there often is. Yeah, boy, Spider-Man is always entangled. It's always. He's always in court somewhere. Pardon, pardon the pun, entangled. Um, <laughs> You're an awful person. And uh, and then they, <laughs> so they canceled that one and started a new one that was more in-house, I guess, and it, and it was awful, uh, called Ultimate Spider-Man. Anyway, hey, Jake Gyllenhaal's finally in a Spider-Man movie. Yes. He was going to, he was in competition, I think, with Tobey Maguire back in the day. Yeah, to play Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, he's finally in it. So, Spider-Man's your favorite, right? It, it, he is. He's my favorite superhero going back to when I was a little bitty kid. How was Far From Home? I loved it. Really? I, I did. I thought it was I thought it was very well done, like like a lot of these pieces. It's problematic in some places. What? It's, it's problematic in some places. I've got some notes. Yeah, it's a little problematic <laughs> in places, but I, I will say what carries it for me is it's one of these um it's one of these movies that rest on the likability of the actor. Yeah, without Tom Holland, boy. Yeah, it'd thing, be rough. 
like, is like, a dud. Yeah, like the the last Superman that they had in there. I didn't like many of the movies Cavill. he was in. Uh, yeah, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> but I liked him. He he always was good for me. I, I enjoyed him. As in the Superman. hands of someone other than Zack Snyder, I it, think he yeah. could have been a good Superman. I would always I would always say, God, I wish this was in a better movie. Tom Holland's like that for me. Even with the problematic stuff, I like that kid. That that. He's got uh, charisma, and he embodies uh, sort of the fun, but the anxiousness of Spider-Man. You know, like when they try to turn Spider-Man into some sort of uh, cocksure, confident strider, I'm like, that's not Spider-Man. Spider-Man's always a little, got a little bitty witty Allen hiding somewhere in him. I I love that aspect of of the film. thought they did a good job in that. I wish you were smarter. Spider-Man's never been smart, though. Eh, there's some dumb things in this one that he's just like, mm, this is like you're doing a Warner Brothers cartoon version of Spider-Man. Well, I think the part the part of uh, what you might read as dumb, I think, is, is justifiably naive is where I might place mm. some of that. Let's get into spoilers. Because he makes a decision here, and you're like, Come on. Yeah. Well, that's exactly <laughs> like, the thing. On. This is where I'm going. It's like, come on. Now, what are you doing? <laughs> so let's get into spoilers on that. Go for it. Warning. I wondered, you know, I when I saw it, I wondered if anybody who's, maybe this is a, a Spider-Man film for people who don't know anything about Spider-Man, <clears throat> because they're really playing up this movie and this villain of Mysterio as, it, it felt like they were trying to trying to pull the wool over our eyes that that the the turn that he takes is somehow going to be this revelation mm-hmm. that's how they seem to play it in the movie but of course it isn't well i mean to you of course yeah that's to me that's what i'm saying like well, it, yeah, this I mean, would be a movie for people who don't know anything about spider-man i don't think i would say it's a it's a film for people who don't know anything about spider-man but i do think it to me it had a younger viewer feel to it sure not that i would call it a kid movie but it was something yeah. on the on the cusp of that I, you're probably right uh, of a younger because yeah. there are certain things just as a as an english teacher as a playwriting professor as somebody who understands narrative you're just sitting there like oh come on <laughs> I mean, yeah it, this isn't even like close. Speaking I mean, of on. Saturday morning cartoon versions of Spider-Man, yeah, this, this yeah, this one feels like that for sure. Yeah, if I was a younger man, maybe I'd be like, oh, well, but come on. But, I mean. And also, Mysterio's always been just the worst as <laughs> villain as villains go. I mean, the fishbowl head guy. Come I was on, excited. he's always been awful. That's what made me excited. I was like, <laughs> what are they going to do with Mysterio? He was never exactly a rock star. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> that's going to hold. That's going to hold true. <laughs> well, I, I like I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal, but but I will say, uh, fair disclosure, I am a Jake Gyllenhaal guy. I, I like sure. the actor. I like the actor too. Yeah, um, I, I like his work, and I think he's good in this. I think he's good in this. Uh, but so, so let's get to the moment where. Peter Parker gives hands over the ring a man he's barely he's barely knows yeah. just met the keys to the ultimate death machine. Yeah. Because let me think about this. Well, and, and here's um, the thing. They try to undergird it a little bit by building into the narrative that he's this sort of this soldier who's tired of battling, and he he's just looking to hand it over. And I was like, yeah, nah, that's, that's still, barely there. Yeah, it's barely there. I was like, nah, that doesn't that I mean, doesn't the, the whole that thing, doesn't justify that choice. No, it doesn't. It's, it's ridiculous. The whole <laughs> thing it just it, it holds no water because the very idea that Tony Stark would have handed off. 
the death machine to a teenager in the first place is absurd. Given what he knows about Peter Parker, it can do a lot of things, but it is incredibly dangerous. Fair point. Without an instruction manual of any kind, without any training. Why not give it to Captain America? Why not give it? Almost (laughs) anybody. Almost anybody else. Even Hawk. Why not give it? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. Falcon could have done it. Any number of people. To give it to this kid is ridiculous. Yeah, it makes no sense. That's a Uh, very good point. The scene where he almost kills everybody on the bus or one of the two of the kids on the bus. And he's like, this is a fun, you know, Warner Brothers action comedy moment. But the very idea that this is happening is absurd. I agree. Uh, And it's only there to serve, you know, uh, the plot. And third, we have this moment. Where he hands it over. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Are you? I mean, the guy literally has villain tattooed on his forehead. Yeah. Like, I mean, so, how is, can you? This is what I'm saying. How can you be this stupid? This is what I said to, to my wife. Is it at all possible that he couldn't be a villain? I mean, is there? No, any, because like, then there's yeah, no movie. Is there any? Like, like if he wasn't a villain, then how would the movie proceed after this? There's no way for the movie to function. No, <laughs> as it a narrative, function unless, unless he's, he's the bad guy. Yeah, it makes no sense if he if he's not. It's just it's a rough decision. I grant, I grant you. And you know what I did? Ignored it. I pulled up my big boy pants. I pulled out a clothespin that I had taken to the, <laughs> <laughs> to the movies. Just held your nose and swallowed it. Put it right on top of my nose, and I just kept moving. Okay, just got to get through this. <laughs> yeah, it was. We're it gonna was, go through uh, the the bogs of eternal stench. Just make was, sure you don't get any on it you. It was rough. I will grant you. It was. It was yeah. a rough turn. It's. It's. It, it, but it's. It's sort of like. Um, sadly. It's so prevalent in movies now that there's no, I don't know, that there's no appetite for narratives that might, yeah, that might surprise us in a way. I mean, it's like it's so naked. I, to to bring up another movie, I went to go see uh, Angel Has Fallen. Oh, jeez! And, 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 you and tried so, to get me to see that thing. And it's so well. Here's the thing: it was a, it was a it was a it was a bad action movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. It was bad in a lot yeah. of ways, but it, it got so bad before. The bad turn even happens before mm-hmm. it even happens. When the bad guy walks on the screen, I, I lean over to my wife and said, you see that guy right there? That's the bad guy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he has to, the one that he's piling around with. That's the villain. Yeah. Right there. Uh, I'm like, uh, we don't even have to look any further. There he is. Yeah. That's the guy that's going to kill the president, try to kill the president. Of course. Right there. No of surprises. Course. No. Yeah, yeah. That's just where we're at. It, computers are going to be writing our movies soon and doing just about as good a job. Well, you know, that's why we got to we need to be more um respectful of those narratives that really do surprise us. They really come out of nowhere. I mean, as much as we had some harsh things to say about the last Tarantino film. Yeah, that was there's, rough. There's, you were really hard on that film. My goodness. Yeah, I think you were harder than I was. Uh there's some moments in there. Oh, that, for sure. That that really shine. And yeah, I, but I mean, I can't. I'm I, obviously you can't compare these two films. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, not even the two films. You can't compare. I was real hard on Tarantino, but I, I truly believe that Tarantino is a master 
filmmaker. Sure. And so even in a film that I thought was probably his worst film, you have some amazing turns of character yeah. and surprises and things that just say, wow, I didn't see I that. I was thinking coming. afterwards, there were a couple moments that almost felt like they were, they belonged in a Coen Brothers movie. Absolutely. I agree with that. But that's that's Tarantino. Yeah, Tarantino yeah. is a master filmmaker. If there's ever a, a filmmaker's Hall of Fame, he has to be there. He has to be there because of his level of storytelling. I'm not sure who directed this movie, but I'm going to guess it probably wasn't a Tarantino. No. And and, and even as a writer, that's something we don't give Tarantino enough credit. Forget just his directing. If we, if we put away all of the stuff that he does directing wise, just the narratives that sure. he writes yeah. are amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah. Amazing before he was directing that. True Romance. Yeah, that's right. Um, he, was, he was writing these wonderful pieces. And so anyway, back to this thing. Yeah, it's just, it relies so heavily, and thank God for Tom Holland, it relies so heavily on him. He's the reason these movies are a success, in my view. I agree. Because I remember almost nothing else other than these moments that just well, don't make I, sense. You know, I like so, I, I like I like the characters in general. Sure, I like MJ. MJ's I like, nice, fun. I enjoy her. MJ had to grow on me, but I like her. I like the chubby Asian kid who's sure. a sidekick. I think yep. he's great. Yep. I even like Aunt May here. I like uh, oh, yeah, great. Marissa Tomei. I think she's great. I, I like John Favreau. I think yeah. he's a fun addition. John Favreau was great. To I mean, that universe. I'm absolutely. afraid we might not see him in another Spider-Man movie yeah, now. because of the... The whole yeah. split, but... And that's but, that'll be a shame. Absolutely, he's a wonderful link. So I, I love the character, and I like uh, the villain here. I think is, it does a good job with uh, with a really badly written character. Like there's, I <laughs> say so the actor does an admirable job with a thankless and poorly written role. Well, like I, one thing that he does that I really like, what I really liked in this film, which is it's like you said, it's very thankless. Is I think he brings some actual layers to a character. That may not be there in the script. I haven't read the script, but it doesn't feel like some of the layers that he puts there. He, he puts some layers on here. So when we get that last sort of death shot at the end, he's more than just a throwaway villain. You know, with the lesser actor, this could have been a real, real shit show. But he he brought something to it, I thought, just because of his acting, his level of empathy, his level of depth as an actor. I'm just imagining this done by what's that ball-headed British guy or Vin Irish? Diesel? Oh yeah, just say let's say Vin Diesel. Imagine Vin Diesel playing Mysterio. Or, oh, you're thinking of Jason Statham or Jason Th- Statham or something. I mean, it would have been unwatchable. Or would it? <laughs> it would have been unwatchable. What if you had Jason Statham oh. in here? Now you're thinking. Hold oh on a second. Stop it. Oh. I smell box office, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or just imagine you 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 hit it right on the head. Imagine Vin Diesel doing this role. That would not have been great. Oh my gosh! The earlier scenes. Now, I don't dislike Vin Diesel, but that would not have been great. Yeah, it wouldn't have been great. Like the earlier scenes where he is this, where he's trying to portray himself as this hero on his side. Now, obviously, I knew it was nonsense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he does a good job at, at establishing that character who has to turn. He does that work good. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous to the narrative, but I want to complain about another thing. Go for it. It seems like the people who constructed this thing, they had all these choices, these bad choices we're talking about that mm-hmm. they wanted to have happen. And one of the key ingredients they had to do something about in order for it to even in their mind work, even though it still doesn't is make Nick Fury an idiot. Now, if Nick Fury is an idiot, this movie works. 
because there's no way the real Nick Fury would have fallen for any of this stuff. And of course, Spider-Man wouldn't have had to have gone along with it because Nick Fury never would have been fooled by this guy yeah. in the first place. The movie only works if Nick Fury is an idiot. You know what I've started to do? Yeah. I think you might have been the guy that put me onto these, and I may say it incorrectly, Elseworld Tales. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Elseworlds, but yeah. Yeah, Elseworlds Tales. And so what I've what I've began to do is, even if it's a character that actually exists, Mm-hmm. The only way that I can really process them is that this is how they exist in this universe. Right. But this is still the same Nick Fury yeah, we've had in all yeah, the other movies. But we, we, we can't. But but we can. We can't. We can. Because they this is the way they saved it. No, you, you can't. You, it you, doesn't work. It it's nonsense, but the way they saved it, spoilers continuing yeah. at the you know post credits, we see Nick Fury in space. Yeah. And we see, what's his name, the uh, shapeshifter scroll from the last, uh, what do you call it, movie, Captain Marvel, uh-huh. has been impersonating, you know, Nick Fury and so on. And that's and that's the only way this works is if Nick Fury was an imposter trying to, you know, cover. And it's all nonsense, and it, and it is a funny thing. Yeah, but just in general, though, any character in a movie like this, even the, the character that I like, which is John Favreau, he's almost a different character here. Like it almost, I, I almost has to, I almost have to disconnect this as almost like a a kid film, almost where these are almost cartoon versions of the cartoon that I can't take seriously as characters. They're almost in their own separate little universe, even though they are the characters. Like when I was watching, not, Favreau's not that different. He kind of is here. He kind of is. Way. Well, I think it was clear that they, at least to me, that they looked at their script and said, this this lacks some heft to it. Mm -hmm. And and we need some dramatic chops in here and a little bit of heft. And they brought him in and then they make him kind of like sort of romantically dating on and doing some other stuff. But he's still like comic. He's still a comic character in this thing for the most part. Yeah, but he's he's almost different. They need him, you know, like in the same thing if you see Gotham. He comes in to save the day and he's like, everybody get in the plane. And of course it blows up. And It's almost like if you're watching Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, it's Batman, but it's kind of a different Batman. Yeah, but that's that's clearly an else. That's literally an else. I know, I know. And, And this is not. I'm just saying for me, these kind of films, I have to view it that way because the characters are written so blankly. Yeah. I can't connect them to the to the other universe because the level of writing is so divergent from this to what the universe of the Avengers and, and is. And maybe that's what you have to do, but that is, I I think, absolutely not their intent. Oh, well, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm just <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I guess you're saying they've done such a poor job here that you have to divorce Every other version of these characters in order for this film to even work. Well, I mean, even the villain, like if you look at the villains that we've seen in Adventure and you look at what the the, the villain here is. Yeah, it doesn't compare. It, I mean, it's not the same. You, you yeah, got to yeah. almost divorce that from from that. I mean, it's. it's yeah, you do. It's kind of silly. You I can't mean. have a Thanos in here just against oh. Spider-Man. It's not. Yeah, it would, it's not going to work. It, it's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. Thanos would just crush everybody in this. Yeah, of course. In, in this cartoon universe, it almost, in a way, reminded me of the other Spider-Man movie that we saw. The you mean the literal cartoon? Yeah, where they had the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah. Where you had like these um, 
cartoon characters from other universes. You had Spider Ham. Yeah, you had show like up in the, the anime girl <laughs> exactly. version. So you had almost like this comic version of Spider Man mm-hmm. mixing with the, it was kind of like that a little bit for me. I mean, it was like, okay, fair enough. This movie could have used more Spider Ham. That's what I'm hearing. For sure. Yeah. I'd <laughs> go sure. with that. For I think sure. I want a Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger <laughs> Rabbit esque turn in these films where Spider Ham shows up in the Holland verse. And they go on an adventure. <laughs> I, I did enjoy it though. I thought it was a it was a nice popcorn chopper. It was it was fine. You know, you, you kind of gotta. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'll never see it again. Well, no, of course not. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it seems I, like I, we I, end this all too often with "I'll never see it again." Oh, yeah, no, hell no, of course, of not. course it's, not. It's a ridiculous notion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, never, I liked it. Never would. Never again. Never again. Never. Of course again. Not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. That's Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't end it like man. I really gotta. I really gotta watch that again to revisit yeah. some of those concepts to see if I can process them again. Yeah, no. it's. It was one of those where I. <laughs> I reluctantly stayed through the credits. You know. <laughs> I was like, you know, I think I got it. Yeah. I think I got everything I needed to get. And then some. <laughs> A lot of stuff I didn't. <laughs> then some. Well, that'll do it for us. Uh, check us out on the iTunes. I guess the iTunes isn't really much of a thing anymore. The Apple Podcasts, we're at the Google Plays, the Spotify's, and of course our website, disagreepodcast.com. And leave us a review, tell a friend about the show, or an enemy. Enemies even better. Indubitably. And with that, we'll talk at you next week, everybody. Bye. Peace and chicken grease. Peace and chicken grease.